and welcome to the Nutrition by Samantha podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, nutritionist who is on a mission to cut through the nutrition confusion and help you become the healthiest version of you. In this podcast, you'll find expert advice on all things binge and emotional eating, sustainable fat loss, sports nutrition, and all things in between. I hope you leave each episode inspired and empowered to make smarter eating choices. Now, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome back to the podcast for another episode. In this episode, we'll be talking about about motivation and how to maintain motivation. If you're on a weight loss journey and you have like a fair bit of weight to lose, it's going to take a lot longer for you to get to your goals and motivation can lack throughout that process. So I am here to give you some tips that I think will be really helpful with help with helping you get um, to your goals and then maintain once you get to your goals, maintain motivation, I mean. But first, um, I want to keep you updated, almost like a like a series about how I'm doing when it comes to trying to lean up in time for summer. It is a very, I understand, such a superficial goal. Um, and I know I don't need to lose weight or need to lose any body fat. It's just something I want to do to kind of challenge myself at the moment because I know I can do better than I was doing with my nutrition and my exercise. And I know I can push myself that little bit more. Um, so that is my goal. Um, I want to talk about my weekend though, because my weekend was cooked when it comes to dining out. Like literally it was all the meals were out. It was very challenging, but at the end of the week, so I weigh myself on a Wednesday morning, I would never weigh myself on a Monday morning because you've got sort of the extra water weight from the extra food that you uh, would have had from the weekend. So I find by Wednesday, it's enough time for water weight to come down. And this week I am down again, 300 grams. I have started to measure myself. Um, I don't know why I didn't do it from the start, but I have started to measure myself. So I'll keep you updated on measurement changes as well. But in total, um, three, six, nine, I'm 1.1 kilos down in five weeks, I guess you'd say. Yeah, five weeks. So I'm really surprised at how easily it's coming off, to be honest. Um, When I say surprised, I mean, I thought it would be a little bit slower um, because the last time I had like decided to lose weight was when I did my bikini cop in 2017. Since then, Oh, apart from my wedding, but that wasn't really like what I'm trying to do now. But apart from um, that, my bikini comp, I was very strict and um, exercising a lot for that as well. So, and then in that time, I was losing around 250 grams a week. So this week, I'm very surprised that it's been a consistent 300 gram loss every single week, except for the first week. I think I just did the dates wrong, to be honest, for the... Um, for the days that I weighed myself, but the first week I lost 200 grams, but the last three has been 300 grams. So I'm really happy with that um, for where I'm at. So I want to go through my weekend. So on Friday, after I finished work, Jack and I, my husband, decided to have movie night at home. And I don't know how I did it. I'm going to get up my app so I can see, but I had a big bag of popcorn and a gin and tonic and I still managed to stay within calories or I think I went over by 50 calories with that. And I wasn't so mad about that, to be honest. Um, But I'm just going to go into my app and tell you what I had. All right, I've got it up. So for breakfast, I had two eggs on two slices of toast. Um, And why is my lunch not calculated? 
Oh, I found it. Um, it's in meal two and I did one of those quick add calories where you can just type in how many calories you had. So it would have been one of my pre-made meals. Um, and that was around 354 calories there. So I had that for lunch. And then for dinner, I had salmon and vegetables. And I didn't snack at all that day because I knew I was going to have some popcorn and a gin and tonic at night. So I had 378 calories worth of um, popcorn. And it was not the healthy popcorn. It was the sweet and salty ones. It was like so buttery and delicious. It was great. Um, so I had that. It was one of those ones you put in the microwave. And then I had a gin and tonic, which was 130 calories. Um, and I know that's right because I got it out of a can. So I just had to scan it, which was good. So that's what I did on the Friday. Um, I went 54 calories exactly over my um, calorie limit, which I was very surprised with because I still had my three meals um, all I did was skip the snacks and have popcorn and a gin and tonic and I was pretty good. And then on Saturday, so Saturday morning I worked, I had consultations till 11 um, and I knew I was going out for lunch and I knew I was going out for dinner. So for breakfast, I just had a yogurt, um, one of those squeeze pouch yogurts. So it only was like a hundred and something, 120 calories, I think they are. And then we went out for lunch. So we went to the Barwon Heads Hotel. It's really, really nice, that hotel. Um, and I knew I had to pick a light option because only a few hours later, um, I'd be having dinner. So we got there at about 12.30 and then we didn't end up having lunch until like two-ish. Um, and I ended up getting, there was like this special salad, like specials, it was on the specials menu and it was a salad and it had beans, uh, my God, corn. What else did it have? Halloumi. Oh my God, it was amazing. And a whole bunch of veg, um, in it as well. It was really good. Some kale and all that. It was really, really nice. Um, it filled me up like just the perfect amount where I wasn't overly full. Um, I think I left like two mouthfuls, but I wasn't overly full, but it was enough to get me through until we went to dinner. So, um, that was fine. I did have a glass of champagne as well with that. Um, and then for dinner, we went to Graysland in Seddon. I think I mentioned this last week. So it's similar to like Eat Street in Brisbane. Uh, yeah, so we went to Graysland and I was very conscious of what I was going to order because I just wanted to make a good choice. I didn't want to overeat and um, just eat like an absolute glutton there um, because there is so many good choices there. My goodness, first time going and I was shocked at how much options there were. Um, oh my God, what's with my English? How many options there were? Um, and then we ended up getting, so me and my husband shared, we got this Southern fried chicken, I think it was called. Um, and we shared that I had one and a half pieces of that. And then we also went to the Japanese place there and there was a salmon tacos. So like the taco shell was made out of seaweed and then it was filled with rice and salmon and I think like a little bit of veg and like a, some sort of mayo. It was bloody amazing. It was so, so good. And I was so full after that, surprisingly, I think because they really pack the rice in and make it so compact so they can fit a lot of rice in it. Um, so I was so full after that. And then um, we were waiting a little bit. We're like, oh, we've got about 40 minutes until the movie starts because we went and saw Barbie and we went to the sweets the sweet section of Graceland and went to this other Japanese dessert place and it was called like souffle and it tasted like egg pretty much but I got that and it was like this fruity one it was delicious um it wasn't actually it wasn't delicious it was just average I wouldn't I wouldn't order it again so yeah uh so that is what I did on the Saturday 
and I did see Barbie and I loved it. I loved Barbie. I thought there was a few lines that were a little bit off, um, like I suppose a little bit too sexist towards men. I found some lines were like that, but the rest of the movie I just loved. It was such a good vibe. So that was the Saturday. Now, the Sunday, uh, I went to Torinda Estate on the Ballerine Peninsula. It is a winery and it was beautiful. And we had, it was called like a Sunday roast for lunch. It was like this set menu. Uh, and we took my husband's grandparents there for their birthday. And it was beautiful. Um, so beautiful. The food was amazing. Uh, and what did we get? So it was like the entree was like this um, cauliflower that was roasted and then it had like this parsnip puree or something like that and then the main everyone else got lamb but I don't eat lamb so I got chicken and it was just amazing like amazing amazing but each of the uh, meals came with a glass of wine and I swear they filled these glasses up like no tomorrow and um yeah so I had the two glasses of wine and then there was dessert as well. And I got to the affogato. Now, I didn't need to get the affogato. The dessert wasn't included in the set menu. But everyone else was getting dessert. And I was like, oh, I kind of want something too. So I got the affogato because it's a little bit of ice cream. And then your coffee and your liqueur. So I had that too. And then we didn't eat for the rest of the day because it was so filling. Like I felt uncomfortably full. I didn't even think about food for the rest of the day because it was just so filling. But I felt so sick afterwards and I don't think it was from the food. It was, I think it was from the wine. I think it was just too much wine in too much of a short period of time. I felt so sick. I didn't sleep at all that night. I woke up the next day and I still felt really sick. And I was messaging my friend and she also, not that I had a big night, but she had a big night that night before. And I'm like, dude, I feel so sick. She's like, oh my God, me too. She's like, you need a dirty KFC feed to help you feel better. I'm like, I'm not doing that. She goes, get a Diet Coke like Diet Coke always makes me feel better. I'm like, huh, maybe I'll try that. So I went to the shops and got a diet lemonade and I had that. And honestly, I felt better straight away. I was like, what the heck? This actually works. How? Why? I'm confused. Um, but yeah, now I want to talk about my mindset as well throughout the weekend. So throughout the whole weekend, I was super conscious of my goals and what I wanted to achieve. There were a few things like a couple of desserts I didn't really need to order, but I did. Um, but the way I was super conscious was by balancing out my calories that day to cater for all the other food I know I was going to have because I really wanted to see results at this week. And I really think that me balancing that out really helped. So honestly, I don't know how much damage I had done over that weekend because um, I didn't weigh myself the next day or anything. But once I got back into my usual routine, back to work on Monday and doing my usual routine, I was really focused on my nutrition, really making sure I hit my calories on point and I incorporated more exercise into my day. So I've gone for a run on Monday and Tuesday. Today is Wednesday night and I haven't gone for a run today. And the reason for that is I'm so freaking sore. Oh my God, I'm sore. Everything is sore every time I move. So I just thought I'll just go to the gym and then obviously walk to Ava because she'll go ballistic without a walk. But I haven't gone for a run today just to give my body a little bit of break because tomorrow I want to do deadlifts and I want to be strong in my deadlifts. Now, I know I'm only really five weeks into this, um, what I'm doing, but I want to share some mindset tips that have helped me over the past 
five weeks and I know I had this same mindset when I was dieting for six months. So what my mindset tip is for you is to picture what you want to be like at your goal. So at the moment, I'm picturing myself at a a bar, um, like there's this local bar in Torquay and it's like an outdoor bar. It's called the, it's called a beach bar. And it sounds really silly, so don't judge me, but I picture myself and what I'm wearing and how I'm feeling about myself. Um, I know I've mentioned it before on this podcast, but my legs are a little bit bigger than my upper body. And I, sometimes I feel a little bit self-conscious about it, especially when I'm wearing shorts. Cause I feel like, is my cellulite showing? Is my butt hanging out? Because not many pairs of shorts actually cover my butt unless I wear long shorts. So I'm always self-conscious about that. And I want to feel good and I want to feel happy with myself when I'm wearing less clothing. And I picture and I think about how I'm going to feel when I get to my goal, where I'm comfortable and happy at. And that honestly gets me through making good, gets me through and helps me make good choices when I am out and about. So for example, yesterday I really wanted some chocolate and I was really thinking about it. I'm like, fuck, I really want some chocolate. And I just thought, okay, I can go in and I can get some chocolate or I can feel really good and feel happy in my skin um, when it comes to summer. And it's almost like, what pill do you want to take? Do you want to pay, take the pill of the chocolate or the pill of your results? Um, and that really helps me get me through. Yeah, I know you can have chocolate and still see results. I know that, but I didn't need it. And it, like, mindset really helps me make that better decision because if I'm always thinking, I can have this and lose weight, and I can have that and lose weight. And then I don't see change. I'm going to be pissed off with myself because I could have tried harder and I could have done better. So if you're on a health journey and you're wanting to lean up um, and start feeling really good, I would recommend you to really sit down, close your eyes and picture how you want to look and how you want to feel about yourself in the future. And that can really help you make really good choices throughout the weeks. Um, I, I know there are going to be phases where my motivation will be lacking and I'm sure if you're on a health journey, there's been a few weeks where your motivation has lacked too. Um, so what I recommend is to literally write down why you want to achieve your goal and really get deep with it. So for example, why do you want to lose weight? Oh, I want to feel really good about myself. Why do I want to feel really good about myself? Because I'm a happier, more energized person. Why do you want to be a happier and more energized person? Because it makes me a better person. It makes me a better mom. This is just general. I'm a dog mom, but you know, it makes me a better mom, blah, 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 blah. So really dig deep as to why you want to achieve your goals. And that really helps you cement in your brain why you want to achieve certain things and um, makes you, you know, makes it easier for you to reignite that motivation once your motivation starts to lack, because at some point it will. Hasn't happened for me yet, but I know eventually, you know, maybe around week 12, week 13, maybe that's when my motivation starts to lack and starts to dip. But if I go back to my whys and why I want to do this, it can help reignite that motivation and um, yeah, set me up for success for that week. So even if you were to write down all your whys and reread them at the start of every week or even start of every day can really help you to achieve your goals. Now, I wanted to read something to you um, that really helps with motivation and commitment to achieving your goals. I read it today and I was like, holy 
mac and cheese bowls. That's amazing and so true. Um, and I think a lot of people will like this. So the question is, are you interested in or are you committed to achieving these goals and living the life of your dreams? If you're interested, you'll do what's convenient and what is easy. You'll come up with stories and excuses of why you can't. You'll allow your past or present circumstances to control what you think and do. If you're interested, you won't be willing to go through the discomfort of change yourself because change is absolutely required if you are serious about breaking free from your current beliefs, habits and results. If, however, you're committed, then you'll do whatever it takes. You'll take action in spite of your doubts and fears. If you're committed, you will upgrade your knowledge, your skills and your belief system of what is possible for you to achieve. If you're serious and committed, you will choose to let go of anything that is holding you back. I read that. I was like, bruh, that's so good. Like, how good is that? And it's so true. Like, I do find I have had clients that were more interested than they were committed to achieving their goals. I were interested in losing weight and getting there, but they weren't like committed and they weren't going to do anything or whatever it takes to get there. Now, when I say whatever it takes, I'm not saying, you know, exercise to the cows come home, eat as little as possible, only eat organic, like all that shit. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, not making excuses every single week. Like every week there's a different excuse. Um, that is when I know that someone is not really committed or they are so scared, um, and in fear of, I I don't know exactly what, but they're so scared that they don't want to make any changes at all because making changes is scary. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of unknown with that. Hey, this is a super quick interruption to tell you about my new program, The NBS Method. After working one-on-one with over 400 people on their weight loss journey, I have developed my own unique formula and method to help clients get from restriction, binge and emotional eating, self-sabotaging behavior, and having no idea what actually works for weight loss to feeling in control, confident, knowing how to deal with their triggers, becoming a more mindful eater, knowing how to eat for fat loss, and finally seeing the weight loss results that they're after. This five-month nutrition coaching program will show you how to lose weight in a sustainable way, stop overeating, reduce binge and emotional eating, and finally feeling in control over your eating rather than food having control over you. Within the first few weeks, you'll start to feel lighter, healthier, more confident, and energized. You'll be in control over how much you're eating, you'll understand your triggers for emotional and binge eating, And you know you've learned the necessary steps to maintain your new healthy lifestyle. I'm so confident that you will gain so much value out of this program. And by the end of the five months, you will know exactly what you need to do moving forward to continue to see the results you're after or maintain your weight loss results. If this is exactly what you need right now, head to the link in the show notes to book your no obligation phone call to see if it's the right fit for you. Okay, let's get back into the episode. So to wrap up my episode, if you are were on a weight loss journey, are on a weight loss journey, want to restart it wherever you are, start by writing down your whys, start really envisioning who you want to be, why you want to be in this way, how it will make you feel, and that can make it really easy to help you make better choices every single day. So I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions um, about nutrition, working with me, 
please send me a message on Instagram or send me an email. But otherwise, I will catch you next week on the next episode. Bye.